Welcome to Therapist Unfolding, the podcast that explores individual paths and life journeys of your trusted mental health professionals. I'm your host, Kimberly, an associate marriage and family therapist on a mission to amplify voices of clinicians of color. I created this podcast as a platform for therapists to tell their stories and for you to experience their therapist truths. So, are you ready to unfold a story? May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and by definition, mental health refers to the cognitive, behavioral, and emotional well-being. It is all about how people think, feel, and behave. People sometimes use the term mental health to mean the absence of a mental disorder. Mental health can affect daily living, relationships, and physical health. However, this link also works in the other direction. Factors in people's lives, interpersonal connections, and physical factors can all contribute to mental health disruptions. And that definition is from Medical News Today, and that was just a little tidbit from um, one of the pages uh, that I found while searching mental health online. And in reality, mental health is different for everyone. As therapists, it is important for us to hone in on our clients' perspectives of their mental health. I believe that there is no one right way, and I put that in air quotes, to define mental health. Some factors that may influence our beliefs about mental health can include our upbringing, our ethnic backgrounds, our culture, our spiritual beliefs, our education, our socioeconomic status, and the list goes on. So in this episode, I asked some peers to share what comes up for them when they think of the term mental health. Although this podcast was created for therapists, highlighting non-clinicians in this episode, I thought, could give us a slightly more neutral perspective. The main purpose of this episode is to normalize various perspectives on mental health and to let you all know that mental health is for everyone. I also want to put a disclaimer that whatever is shared on this episode are not the only ways to view mental health. Like I said earlier, mental health could be different for everyone. We are first going to hear from Vanessa and Melissa. They are co-hosts of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. They're going to give us an overview of mental health. And I'll let them speak more about their experiences with mental health services and describe how they are leveraging those experiences on their podcast. Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Vanessa. We're hosts of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. Mental health is definitely an uncomfortable subject for a lot of people, including us. And that's exactly why we need to talk about it more often. On our show, we work to create a safe space for discussing tough subjects, including therapy, self-care, stress management, and meditation. We both grew up in an environment that didn't acknowledge mental health as something to prioritize. In fact, mental health issues were given a negative stigma, and going to therapy was seen as a weakness. And it's taken some time, but both of us are strong advocates for going to therapy and treating our mental and emotional health with the same importance as our physical health. So through therapy, I've learned that my emotions are not something I should be ashamed of. 
Over the years, therapy has helped me handle changes in my life. Whenever changes or problems arise, instead of being reactive, I now have strategies to cope with them and know that I have someone I can turn to for professional guidance. Mental health is an ongoing process and does not have a defined destination. So no matter where you are in your mental health journey, just know that you aren't alone and we commend you for doing what is right for your well-being. Now we have an epidemiologist who identifies as white and cisgender female. She shares some of the internal and external barriers she and many others face when deciding to seek mental health services. She also briefly shares the importance of finding the best fitting therapy and therapist for you, which I often refer to as therapist shopping. I would define mental health as health. Part of my taking care of myself is, you know, being able to take care of my all the shit that comes at me every day or that I internalize and or my anxieties. So it's just part of taking care of myself, like eating vegetables or exercising. Um, in my perspective in healthcare, we don't really value mental health. And in our society, in, in the U.S., we don't value mental health or think it's something's wrong with you if you seek help, that there's this, you need to do it on your own or you should do it on your own. And I mean, I'm someone who came from a childhood where it was really, um, you know, valued, mental health was valued, therapy was valued. And yet I still had that. I should be able to do it on my own. Um, and I don't, I can figure things out. I don't need someone else to help me. And it wasn't until I, I think, hit a wall that I realized it was, it was really important for me to prioritize my mental health. Um, yeah, it's, I think there is something like scary though about trying to find, you know, a therapist or even taking like, um, medication, you know, that's, still really stigmatized. And yet I've seen how the impacts in my life and around me with my um, different family members of just how taking care of your mental health really can save your life. So that's part and part why I choose to do that, choose to prioritize my mental health. So yes, mental health, I define it as just health. It's part of taking care of your health. It's a priority for me because I realized from witnessing other people, from witnessing my own trying to take care of my mental health, but not having the resource, not feeling like I could have the resources to seek support, seek help, or not trusting therapists, or having a bad experience, that I thought I could just do it on my own. And I realized that it was more important for me to just keep trying and looking for someone. And that's why I prioritize it. I'm in, let's see, I really, I, I found a type of therapy that was really great for me, um, somatic therapy. Up next, we have a teacher who identifies as a woman of color. To me, good mental health means being 
at peace at a core level and at a conscious level. I think good mental health is important because when we're at peace with our inner selves, we're able to be the best people for ourselves and those around us. Coming up is Kaylin, a woman of color who is a self-employed fitness and mindset coach. She deals with ADHD, anxiety, and perfectionism. She shares how she found and facilitates healing by integrating mental health and fitness. Mental health for me with someone with high anxiety, with ADHD, recovering perfectionism, it is something that shows up in our life every single day. It's something that we do even if we don't think about it. Mental health is the reason why I've become who I am and why I am who I am. And my name is Kaylin. I currently work as and plan to continue to work as a self-employed business owner in the fitness industry. I get to help women and some men, um, but mostly women just truly achieve their fitness goals. And the number one thing that I've seen in the last two years of building my business is realizing that it all starts inside our brains. But I realized that every single person deals with something, that inner voice that is telling them, yes, you can, or no, you can't, that self-doubt, all of that is mental health. And I truly, truly believe that once we can learn and accept the thoughts that we have, but know that we are fully capable of changing them to be a positive life and changing them to reflect our goals and to tell us that, yes, we can, and just to take things one day at a time, focus on today's goal, then we learn to create a lifestyle of balance within our own brains before we can even achieve that harder workout or that harder career um, or to allow ourselves to take risks on ourselves. And it's something that sadly we don't ever really talk about. And it's more than just having an illness, ADD, ADHD, you know, a, a, a diagnosis rather. Like mental health is something that we all have just like physical health. And so that is my personal takeaway on mental health. That is my message to everyone. And I hope that is helpful. If you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me, to ask me. And I'm always here to help and just to chat. I love learning about different ways that people view mental health. Feel free to add me on all the socials at kaylinsilva.fit and we can chat there. To cap this episode, here's Jediah, a social media influencer and a fellow Pinai. She shares with us her battle with anxiety, how she learned her boundaries as a natural giver, how she integrated her spiritual faith and her therapy, and the community she's built by talking about her mental health journey. I first want to thank Kimberly for asking me to be a part of this podcast and for giving me the chance to spread awareness on mental health and yeah, for giving me the chance to help break the stigma against mental health since apparently that's still a thing, 
right? I know that it's hard to believe sometimes, but you know, it is what it is. And the best thing we can do is to just keep spreading awareness and keep, you know, breaking that stigma. And I'm so happy to be here. And today I'm going to be sharing my definition of mental health and why it's important to prioritize ourselves, our mental health. Honestly, the simplest way I could put it is it's how people think. It is how they feel and it is how they act. Why it's important to prioritize your mental health. You know, I I can go on forever, but I want to share with you guys my story. So for the longest time, I didn't know what mental health was. I didn't know what it meant to be anxious. I didn't know what it meant to be depressed. I did not know any of those things. And I'm talking about seven to eight years ago when I was still in high school. You know, no one was really talking about it back then. Whenever someone said something about anxiety, depression, and all of the above, everyone would think that that person was just looking for or seeking attention. Right. And now that I think back and look back, it's I mean, I'm, I'm in awe. You know, like I can't believe that no one talked about it back. I can't believe that it's it, it's only been a few years that, you know, it, it's been brought up, that it's been, you know, it's been talked about. Right. And it's becoming more and more apparent nowadays. And I'm really happy about that. I'm happy that a lot of us are coming out with our stories and our experiences. When I was diagnosed with severe anxiety, I right away started sharing because I I just knew that I was going to be able to help someone out there. And what do you know? I got so many messages saying, Jediah, thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for shedding light. You know, I was really scared of like the feedback Okay, I was scared that someone out there was going to tell me something negative and put me down and make my situation worse. Right. But if I if I may, I'm going to share how it all started. It was when I first moved out from my parents house. I had an apartment. Um, Shout out to public storage for giving me that opportunity. Um, so I got my own apartment and I was living by myself. Um, and next thing you know, one night, my very first, I want to say very first panic attack, because that's the very first one I could remember. And it was the worst panic attack yet. Okay. It felt endless. It felt like I was dying. Yeah, I'm sure that you, if you're going through anxiety, depression, or any sort of mental illness right now, I know that you can relate to that feeling. I feel like only we know how, how, or what it means to feel like you're dying, right? So that's what happened. I, like, all of a sudden, it just came about, and I, the fact that it was the first time made me panic even more and more. And it was to the point where I had to go to the ER only for them to tell me that I have severe anxiety, only for them to tell me that I have, you know, to read books 
on mental health and anxiety and really learn about it only for them to tell me that I need a therapist okay that I need to be in in um anxiety groups or classes right and at first it was absurd it really was and wasn't until until I was going through my journey and it wasn't until after I finished going through my journey that I realized that I needed all of these things. I needed all of it so that I can figure out how to cope with it and deal with it whenever it comes up again. And for that, I'm forever grateful. But yeah, I realized why I am where I am now. And that's because back then, I I loved putting people before me. I was always doing something for other people. I was always involved in other people's lives in a good way, okay? And I'm not saying that these things are bad and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do these things. I love helping people, okay? Like, I love prioritizing others, but we should do it to an extent. Because really, if you don't create that boundary between between you and other people, then you're always going to lose at the end of the day. That's what I can tell you now. And this is based on my story, okay? At the end of the day, this is based on my story. But as much, as good as it felt for me to take care of other people, I started to neglect myself, okay? And this is where I'm going. This is... This is me talking about why it's important to prioritize your, yourself and your mental health, okay? Because we're, I feel like we're always so busy taking care of other people. We're always so busy working for other people that we forget about, our, about ourselves. We forget to, to, to put some time on the side so that we can breathe and we can reflect on the things that we have in life. Okay, I that, that's that's exactly what happened to me. I later realized that I was so focused on other people that I that I didn't really work on myself. And it wasn't until I started working on myself that I started to notice change. It wasn't until I put my faith in God that I started to notice change. If you don't believe in God, Okay, then I'm pretty sure you believe in some sort of higher power. Okay, it doesn't have to be God. Okay, it's whatever you believe in. Okay, but what I'm saying is once I put my faith in him, that's when real progress, real results started coming. And I do not regret it at all because I wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for him. Okay, I prayed and prayed and prayed every single day while I was physically and actively doing something to prioritize my mental health. And what I can tell you is it's not going you're not going to see progress after one day. I often got frustrated because I thought that if I had just done this thing, the next day my anxiety would go away. But no, it was like a compound effect, you know, 
Like you just keep working on yourself every single day consistently with discipline. And honestly, I, I would, I used to say, you know, I used to ask why, why me? Why is it happening now? Why? You know, I used to have a lot of questions. Why, 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 why? Why is this happening? And it wasn't until I started working on myself that I figured it out, you know? And I hope that this story helped you a little bit. I hope that this reaches you. I hope that this touches you. And I wish you the best of luck in your mental health journey. It is not an easy one, but it's definitely worth the fight. If you would like to hear more stories from clinicians of color, please subscribe to stay up to date with new episodes. Or if you would like to share your story of unfolding, send me a message at therapistunfolding at gmail.com. Maraming salamat ulit. Take care.